Welcome to the Living Parables Podcast, where we uncover spiritual truth and lessons God has given us through His Word and our own life stories. I am Nate, your host. To all the listeners tuning in the show, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I appreciate each and every single one of you, and now let us begin. Well, God bless you all, and happy, happy New Year. It's hard to believe that 2022 has come to a close. And in reflection of 2022, I thought it'd be an idea to not think of as this episode as a year in review, but year in the rear view. So we're looking at 2022 in the rear view mirror. And one thing that we must do is always strive ahead. So what I'm going to do right now, before we do anything else, is look at one of our book studies that we started this year, this past year I should say, is in the book of Philippians, chapter 3. Verses 12, 13, and 14. Which says, Not that I have already obtained it, or have already become perfect, but I press on, so that I may lay hold of that which I also was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Brethren, I do not regard myself as laying hold of it yet. But one thing I do, Forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Now the reason why I started this episode off with this verse is not because it's a popular verse, which it is, but because it's something that I want us to always remember moving forward. Year 2022 had its challenges and its ups and downs and, you know, we saw and we're still seeing a war. We were witnessing high inflation rates a lot of mass chaos and a lot of things that were at one point unacceptable now become acceptable. We saw the overturning of Roe versus Wade. A lot of things that happened. And the one thing that I always want us to focus on is Christ Jesus is Lord of all. Now that sounds really simplistic, but only the few will say that and mean it. Say that and believe it. We have this great upward call, this faith in Christ Jesus alone. And in Him, redemption is found. In Him, 
is salvation. And so those of us that have been with me for a great length of time, I pray that your souls have been edified through the outlet of this podcast. So what was 2022 like for us here at the Living Parables Podcast? And if you're a listener, you're a part of this team. You're a part of this family. Because it's not like anything that we do here is uh, fancy or flashy. But all we do is preach and teach the Word of God in an expository type of way. So let's look at 2022 in the the rear view. One thing that really stood out to me, and one thing I think is pretty amazing and special that Spotify does, is they kind of give your year, and they kind of wrap it up for you. And one stat that stood out, and this is this is you here. We all created 1,309 minutes of content. And that is a very special number. Because not just that, but it says that's more than 83% of the creators in this category, which I was pretty much blown away by it. And yes, I had to sit down and record it for sure, but I could not have done it without your support, your prayers. And I'm just so grateful for that. Now, if we're looking at the the year in review, we started with the Philippians book study. Actually, it was the second episode in that series, the book of Philippians. And then we went to the knowledge of God. Then we went to a famine of the word of God, sitting in neutral, who is your king and the importance of church. Now, I'll just say that those five episodes that we just spouted off here were very, very powerful episodes. And a famine of the Word of God is one thing that I always have to keep in mind. There's a lot of people that just don't know who Jesus Christ is. There's a lot of people who just don't have a solid biblical foundation. And that's okay. And that's why we do this podcast. It is a resource for you to go back and listen to things. As a matter of fact, I just went back and listened to an episode... I did several years ago. It's hard to believe that it's been about about three years since we started this. And to be honest, it was during COVID 
when all that stuff was going down when we started it. And like I said before, you have been faithful through it all. So I'm so grateful for you. And if you're a new listener, uh, welcome. Welcome to the family. And it's not just a family with, you know, the realm of Spotify or Anchor or whatever you decide to use. But the family of God. Maybe you're curious. Maybe you're a person that doesn't have any faith. And your life has been uh, nothing but heartache and trials and tribulations. And this is a, you know, something you're trying out for the first time because you're uncomfortable doing this, this, or that. Going to church, which I would advise you strongly to go to church because one of those five episodes we spouted off was the importance of church. And I cannot make it any more simpler than that. And if you maybe have forgotten or were like, oh yeah, what about that episode? Yeah, go back and listen to it. It's pretty powerful. And that actually, that episode alone was an episode that was listened to more than any in 2021. So those five episodes, Knowledge of God, Famine of the Word of God, Sitting in Neutral, Who is Your King and the Importance of Church, were just five episodes that I truly enjoyed doing. And then, as we transition on from this point, we did the last seven words of Jesus Christ. And man, that was just a very powerful episode. It it was powerful because those last seven words of Christ are powerful and they mean something and I'm just so grateful that I had the opportunity at that point to be at church and do something like that in front of everybody because if you remember I was up front with the pastor and we were going through these verses kind of back and forth, back and forth. And uh, it, it was such a very, very powerful time. Then the next study we did was where are you planted? And that was in Psalm 1. Another powerful study. And when you study the Old Testament, everything points to Christ. Everything. And... If you cannot go into the Old Testament and get to Jesus Christ, there's something wrong. Matter of fact, we were at a get-together at my house with my family. And we started talking about the uh, different type of religions out there. And one thing that really stood out to me was the fact that there are people who say... That, oh, we believe in the same Jesus you do. And a lot of times that is not accurate. You have to be really careful who you associate with, who you let inside your door, and what church you visit. And there is only one true church, 
and that is the church that Jesus Christ established, and that was on the day of Pentecost. So, everything that Jesus did and taught and is still living through today is his church. So, not every church that has Jesus' name plastered over it is the actual church. And not every church nowadays even has its name even on the church. Because we want to appeal to the crowd. We want to appeal to the unbeliever. Understand that church is for the believer. To equip the saints and edify the saints. Build them up. To keep sending them back out to the wolves. It isn't a dog and pony show for unbelievers to make them feel comfortable. They should feel uncomfortable. They should know that their sins have caused a separation between them and God. Isaiah 59 two, But not just for that, it's also for the believer to come back and fully realize that, you know what? I have not lived my life this week in the upward call that he has called me to live. I need to repent of that and I need to be more obedient to Christ Jesus. I need to get back in his word. I need to pray more. And that's what happens during this time of the year. A lot of people go out and they make all these type of resolutions. And what happens? They do well for about a week and then it just fizzles and falls apart. So Make sure that when you're making a commitment to God that it's not just a a fad diet that you want to try and then realize a weekend it's like, well, this is not working, so I'm good. God is not something that we could call a fad or a phase or a trend. He's far superior in all, in all those things. So... We did a two-part series on the living in denial, if you remember that. And I have to do, I do have to apologize right now. Um, We did not start the year off with Philippians book study. We started with Ephesians book study. And then we moved on to Philippians book study because that's what comes next. So we finished up Philippians back in May and June. And then we talked about the Holy Spirit in you. Then entrusting ourselves to God in Deuteronomy chapter 10. Now, I have to say this. Those episodes that we were just talking about from about April to I think about the end of summer. There was that time where I was on a wisdom app and, you know, it was great for a while, but it was not something that I knew was going to be a long-term thing. And there's a lot of 
There's just a lot of bad things on there. You know, and I know that it's because of sin. But literally I would be on doing a Bible study and someone would hop on and they would just be trying to contradict everything I say. And they would come on and, you know, because they were probably convicted, they were not happy with some of the things I was saying. And so as a result, you know, I didn't want to really want to give up on that. But, you know, I became a deacon at the church I attend. And I wanted to devote my time and energy to those people of God rather than people on in the internet who want to contradict everything I say. Now, don't get me wrong. There are people in the church that when I start speaking, uh, <laughs> because sometimes I will tell you what you don't want to hear. And I try to say it in a, in a respectful way. And sometimes it doesn't come across that way. And uh, it's met with some resistance. But it's always it's always backed up by the Word of God. It's never... It's never something that I come up with on my own wisdom. Because I'm definitely not smart enough for that. Because I trust and rely on the power and might of God. But... I get some resistance there, but you know, with those people of God, those are the people that I am called to serve. And I, and I do this podcast for several different reasons, but the, the biggest reason is to edify the saints. And like I said before, this is a resource that you could use to help you on your walk with God. But in this era here at that kind of the tail end of that Philippian study. Uh, we talked about put this on and that. That was another episode, the importance of one another. God is a deliverer. And then the season four finale, honestly, <clears throat> that was, that was a, uh, a big time for me because school was starting up again. And I was preparing myself for spiritual battle as, you know, I go into year three of teaching and I have so many people that their eyes are on me that I don't want to slip up. I don't want, I don't want to give the enemy a foothold. I want to live a life that Jesus Christ has called me to live so that I may please him, glorify him and honor him. But to show the people that I work with that there is a God, he is true. And the only way to heaven is through his son. I mean, that's, that's really, if, if you get down to it all, that's, that's really what, in essence, what, what we're all supposed to be doing this for. It's not to make us popular. It's not to make us feel better about ourselves. It's to glorify and honor Jesus Christ who laid his life down for us so willingly that we ought to willingly lay our lives down 
not just for the people around us, but for Jesus Christ. We are his slaves. He is our master. We are doulos. He is kurios. He is Lord. He has exclusive ownership rights. He paid the penalty of sin that I could not pay for myself because I'm sinful. And I'll tell you right now, that is still true today. I am in need of a Savior every single day. Because these last two weeks on Christmas break, a lot of people think that, you know, as a teacher, I was like, oh, you're so lucky. And then, you know, when school's up and running, everybody's like, oh, well, I don't know how you do that. Well, it is what it is. I don't get, really get too bent out of shape over that. But my point to everyone, my point is that Jesus Christ is what this podcast is all about. He's what I'm all about. And these last two weeks have not been the most pleasant. You can probably tell in my voice I'm still kind of on the tail end of a cold um, that's been lasting for, you know, several weeks now. Uh, my kids are finally on the very, very back end of it. But that first week, that first day of Christmas break, my two youngest ones had fevers. <laughs> and, you know, I was trusting God through all of it. And, you know, he, he's got, he got us through. Still fighting on. But I thought, you know what? Uh, I barely got any sleep last night because of New Year's. And not that we were a party. I just, I don't know, I just couldn't get, get to sleep. And my kids are kind of turning into night owls because of the, uh, the break. And I thought, you know what? Uh, before I go to church, I'm going to wake up a little earlier and I'm going to start this podcast and see how far we can go. But moving on from this point, back in November, November 7th to be exact, we came back for season five. And I'll tell you right now, I'll be really honest, I was debating on not doing that because... When I concluded season four of the this podcast, I also told the, the people in the Wisdom app, anybody that would listen, I said, I am done. Uh, I have finished it. I've done everything I, I set out to do. I wasn't looking for followers. I wasn't looking for this. I wasn't looking for that. But... Um, I was officially done with it, and so I have stopped. I I did about a month ago hop on for 20 minutes, and then I thought, you know what? I just, you know, was it wasn't the right thing. I wasn't feeling it, so I was just entrusting that. At this point, God was closing the door on that, and that's fine. So we came back for season five, and then we had The Walk of a Believer, which stemmed from a study that I did with my children. I started with my children anyway, and I really wanted to study out 
uh, Ephesians chapter 4, which is ironic because that's what we started with last year. And uh, it, it turned out really well. And that also was a study that I did. And this is amazing. But a study I did for the men at church. Which, praise God, the, the, the pastor came up and asked me if I would be willing to do the majority of the studies or lead the studies for the men at church, which is a, such a high honor and privilege. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, yeah, sure, that'd be great. And I'm honored to do it. And so that was a study that I just, I, I, to me, I put a star by because it's, it's such a practical study of seeing that what we were and what he calls us to be. And so, you know, it's a, it was a, it was a really special study. And then we did another study about learning to be content. That was a study that I had been working on for about over a year. I had it written in my notebook. And the only thing that was written in the notebook was learning to be content. And other things came up and that got pushed off to the side and pushed off to the side. And finally... I wrote it up and typed it up. I'll be really honest with you. So worth it. So if you've not listened to any of these episodes yet, I would challenge you to do that because very powerful stuff, in my opinion. Because uh, these are studies that I, I just am curious about. And so I go in and, and start to dig deep in it and study it. And when I go through it, I'm just like, God, you are so awesome. I mean, wow. So as we are really focusing on that aspect, let me just say that doing every single one of these podcast episodes is such an honor and privilege. It truly is. And the last one we did, as we can conclude this episode in 2023, is the beauty of selflessness. Another study that I was really looking forward to, to doing, and another one I did for the men's group. Such honor and privilege doing that. And Philippians chapter 2 three, I'd say three, four are such important verses to my life because that's how I want to live. That's how I want to treat other people. That's what's on my door at school. And it's something that I, I teach my students how to, how to treat people with. It's done me well so far. Maybe, you know, maybe God has, you know, this life thing figured out. But the the word of encouragement I want to leave you with before we go is that God, by his divine power, has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. It's been given to us by his word because all complete divine revelation was given to us in the 66 books of the Bible, nothing more, nothing less. 
And if you're wondering where that verse is, is found in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3. And I'm going to read it one more time. Seeing that His divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence. For, and I'm going to read verse 4. For by these He has granted to us His precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Dear brothers and sisters, as we conclude, let me just say this to you. Make 2023 a year in which you draw closer to God. There are things that have taken my eyes off the prize. It's easy to do. And it's hard sometimes to motivate. But anytime you're in the Word of God, you will never regret it. Anytime you're in prayer, you will never regret it. God is so eager to be reconciled with us. Uh, he hates sin. He abhors it. He's angry with the wicked every day. But He is a very patient and long-suffering God, not wanting anyone to perish, but all to come to repentance. So make 2023 a year where you pursue the heart of God in a real powerful way. That whatever it is that's hindering your walk with him, cast it off, throw it away, and walk in Christ. Run to him as a prodigal son ran away. That's not how we are. We... <laughs> with godly sorrow, repentance, we walk back to God, their heads down. And how does God welcome us? He throw, He runs to us. He throws his arms around us and gives us a kiss and puts his robe on us. That is 2 Corinthians 5.21. He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God. So, let's do this together. I'm not sure how far this, this uh, season's going to go. I'm not sure how, how far we're going to go. But I do know that God is good. And that I'm ready for whatever he has in store. And I'm so honored and privileged to be a part of it. So I pray that God blesses you all tremendously and deeply. I love you all. I know some of you are going through the battle and heartaches and tribulations. But send your prayer requests in to livingparablestruth at gmail.com. Maybe send some requests for some studies you want to do. I'd be willing to do so. So I pray that the Lord blesses and keeps you and gives you peace. And remember, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything is in Christ, with Christ, and for Christ. And until next time, God bless you all.